Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law, though testified to by the law and the prophets, the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. For there is no distinction. All have sinned and are deprived of the glory of God. They are justified freely by his grace through the redemption in Christ Jesus, whom God set forth as an expiation through faith, by his blood, to prove his righteousness because of the forgiveness of sins previously committed through the forbearance of God, to prove his righteousness in the present time, that he might be righteous and justify the one who has faith in Jesus. What occasion is there then for boasting? It is ruled out. On what principle? That of works? No, rather on the principle of faith. For we consider that a person is justified by faith apart from works of the law. Does God belong to Jews alone? Does he not belong to Gentiles too? Yes, also to Gentiles, for God is one and will justify the circumcised on the basis of faith and the uncircumcised through faith. The word of the Lord. With the Lord there is mercy and fullness of redemption. Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord, Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my voice in supplication. If you, O Lord, mark iniquities, Lord, who can stand, but with you is forgiveness that you may be revered. I trust in the Lord, my soul trusts in his word. My soul waits for the Lord, more than sentinels wait for the dawn. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The Lord said, Woe to you who build the memorials of the prophets whom your fathers killed. Consequently, you bear witness and give consent to the deeds of your ancestors, for they killed them and you do the building. Therefore the wisdom of God said, I will send to them prophets and apostles. Some of them they will kill and persecute in order that this generation might be charged with the blood of all the prophets shed since the foundation of the world from the blood of Abel, to the blood of Zechariah, who died between the altar and the temple building. Yes, I tell you, this generation will be charged with their blood. Woe to you, scholars of the law. You have taken away the key of knowledge. You yourselves did not enter, and you stopped those trying to enter. When Jesus left, the scribes and Pharisees began to act with hostility toward him and to interrogate him about many things, for they were plotting to catch him at something he might say. The Gospel of the Lord. For there is no distinction. All have sinned and are deprived of their glory of God. We are in a section of Paul's letter to the Romans where he addresses his native people, the Jews. What then advantage has the Jew? That is the question asked at the beginning of chapter 3 of Romans. Paul answered the Jews had lots of advantages, beginning with the fact that the Jewish people alone were given revelation by God to pass on to the rest of the world. 
However, a priest wrote, the fact that some Jews were not faithful to this mission did not mean that God changed his plans, for it was the Jewish people as such, and not to each individual Jew, that he gave this mission. God's fidelity to his promises is not affected by the way man responds. In fact, human infidelity only serves to highlight God's fidelity. God's fidelity begins with a free, unmerited gift we call grace. It is the new law, the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ. But understand, faith is just the beginning. Yesterday at Mass, in chapter 2 of Romans, we read, Eternal life to those who seek glory, honor, and immortality through perseverance in good works. But wrath and fury to those who selfishly disobey the truth and obey wickedness. The passage ended by stating that it didn't matter whether one was a Jew or a Greek. For God, Paul wrote, shows no partiality. Today's passage from chapter 3 states, What occasion is there then for boasting? It is ruled out. On what principle? That of works? No, rather on the principle of faith. For we considered that a person is justified by faith apart from works of the law. Understand the distinction. We are to persevere in good works. Those would be acts of charity. These good works are not the works of the law. Those works constituted the old Jewish law with all its ceremonials and regulations like eating kosher food or separating oneself from non-Jews. Christ abolished all those works. He did not abolish good works. Sin is the tragic situation in which man finds himself and he's chained down and cannot redeem himself on his own. The key, Paul stated, is the new law, who is Christ. He is the one who breaks the change of sin and death. He redeems us by his passion and death. That beautiful mystery paves the way for the transformation of the sinner from an unrighteous state to one of holiness and friendship with God. We call this, with help from St. Paul, justification. Being made right with God, being justified in the work of God alone. It is not our initiative. Our job, however, is to cooperate in the process. And what is the process? It's called expiation. St. Augustine writes, let us all take refuge in Christ. Let us have recourse to God to free us from sin. Let us put ourselves up for sale in order to be redeemed by his blood. This expiatory sacrifice prefigured in the bloody sacrifices of the old law and fulfilled on the cross is perpetuated at Holy Mass. For no angel or man could ever atone for the immense evil that is sin. What advantage then do we have? We have the holy sacrifice of Mass offered for all people. For there's no distinction. All have sinned and all will be saved 
who cooperate in the process.